If you're listening to this particular episode, let me ask you, how many conversations have you had going over all the possible outcomes? What stage of memory loss are you facing? Will your loved one know they're moving? Will they try to leave? Will they miss their things? I'm your host, Valerie Borgman, and the truth is, these questions are almost impossible to answer. Today, we're going to discuss strategies and tips to help with moving day. The most important tip, you might have to try more than one. Welcome to Desperately Seeking Senior Living, a podcast for sons, daughters, grandkids, and spouses who suddenly find themselves tangled in the search for senior living and care. If you liked today's episode, don't forget to subscribe and check out our doable download in today's show notes for a printable summary of the show and a bonus tip from our guest. You're listening to our doable tips, short answers to your questions. Don't see your question listed? Send us a note. Then don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an answer. If you're a regular listener, you know that we've been talking about moving but I knew a memory care move needed its own episode. (laughs) There are so many things to consider. Your nerves, their response to your nerves, (laughs) their response to new stimuli, the time of day. Is it a good day or a bad day? Will it be best for you to stay and visit or stay away? What are your loved one's triggers? Because if you're the trigger, it might be best that you're not there on move-in day. There's something magical about connecting with someone who has Alzheimer's. I've often said that you have to be the CSI of memory care because with memory loss, making that connection takes investigation and paying attention to clues and moving day is no different. So today we're going to take a look at five tips to help you have a smoother memory care move. Here are the tips. Number one. Be a dementia detective. Number two, consider the past. Three, consider current routines. Four, consider the environment. And five, consider your emotions. Tip number one, be a dementia detective. And honestly, this tip really is the main one that applies to all the others. I had a client who tried to talk to his mom about moving from her home how they couldn't afford 24-7 caregivers, which of course she didn't think she needed. (laughs) So after no success, he realized that she listened to absolutely everything her doctor told her above anyone else. So he explained everything to the doctor ahead of their next appointment. And on that appointment, her doctor told his mom, it's time to move. And she agreed. (laughs) Now, of course, depending on the stage or type of dementia, you might need to get this information in a letter so you can show it again if you need to. And that's actually what happened to another family I worked with. Their mom needed to move from her assisted living apartment to memory care. And the executive director actually had to issue her a 30-day written notice, (laughs) not because they were enforcing one but because she didn't want to move and she could not remember all the conversations they had had. Another family told their father there was a pipe leak and he had to stay temporarily at this other place, which happened to be an assisted living, while they were fixing his home. 
Now, of course, there were many weeks of him asking questions and they had to tell him the leak wasn't fixed or now there was mold or whatever the story was that helped him stay comfortable in his new environment. But after several weeks, he started to settle in. So knowing your loved one and paying attention to those clues can sometimes help you find that creative solution. We call those creative truths because they may not be actual truths, but they are intended to help. Tip number two, consider the past. So memory loss is usually associated with that short-term memory and long-term memories remain intact. So it can be helpful to think about the past Where are they right now in their memories? Are they a vulnerable child that will need more explanation of what's going on? Are their memories close to a past trauma? What would happen if you moved everything in on move-in day to a lovely room in memory care on the first floor with a view of a garden? You've finished hanging that last picture and you're standing there with your sisters. And one of them says, oh, wait, Doesn't mom always think someone's going to break in through her window? Yep, (laughs) this actually happened. They weren't sure if this was related to a past experience, but they knew for sure that that huge first floor window was a problem. Luckily, there was an available room on the second floor, and with just hours to spare, we got everything moved. Another family didn't even think about the possibility of a male caregiver giving their mom a shower until they got a report that their mom had resisted care. When they learned it was a male caregiver, they knew instantly that was why she had resisted. And, okay, I want to pause here because next week, I'm so excited, we have author Rosie Mankus on the show, and we were just talking about the caregiver situation. Her family moved their mom into assisted living, and they had no idea that male caregivers could be giving her mom a shower. And her mom's very private. So they had to have that conversation with the staff. So when it comes to memory care, working backwards can be so helpful. Of course, you may not always know about those past experiences, but thinking about the current things that work and don't work will help. And this actually leads right into our next tip. Tip number three, consider current routines. This is so important. If you listen to the last couple of episodes on moving day, you might remember we talk about routines. That TV, that puzzle table. Moving can be really hard on someone with memory loss. Many times they're depending on those routines just to get them through the day or to keep them from getting confused and to make them feel safe. So make a list of everything that happens throughout the day, the good things and the bad things. And share that list with the community or the adult family home. How can they help keep those routines intact? I worked with a family whose dad worked in forestry and roofing. And every morning and every evening, the family printed out the weather report because their dad has a very specific routine that includes analyzing the weather and making notes. It was also a connection tool. He loves talking about the weather, and I actually learned quite a few fun facts talking with him about it. So they communicated this to the adult family home where he moved, and I'm certain it was a big part of his smooth transition. Tip number four, consider the environment. 
consider the environment they're currently living in. Do they need a secure memory care so they can't just leave? Or could they be okay in an assisted living for a while? Do they currently enjoy sitting at a table and looking out the window at lots of activity and cars? Or at a quiet, serene garden and lake? What do they see when they wake up in the morning? Okay, I'm going to talk about Rosie again because I just loved her story about moving her mom from assisted living and memory care. And next week, you're going to be able to hear the whole story. But the community took pictures of every inch of her mom's apartment and completely meticulously recreated it in her new memory care apartment. And her mom just walked right in without a second thought. I love that. And it's exactly what we recommend. Even when moving from home, which is probably going to be a lot of downsizing, take small areas like the living room or the bedroom and do your best to recreate those spaces. What do they see when they wake up in the morning? From the photos on the wall to the box of Kleenex on the bedside table. Okay, tip number five and our last tip. Consider your emotions. I've worked with hundreds of families over the years, and I honestly can't think of one family that wasn't nervous on move-in day, especially a memory care move. This journey is so difficult, so it's important to know your limitations. Check in with yourself. Ask for help. Your self-care is so important because your loved one will most likely pick up on your emotions. A son I worked with knew his limitations, and he just said, you know what? I can't do this. It's too hard. I just can't be the one to take my dad to his new place. So he made other arrangements and he wasn't there. And that was okay. If you've been through this, you know that the journey doesn't end on move-in day. The journey may extend weeks or even months. It may include angry phone calls, fearful phone calls, or uncomfortable reports from providers and it may even include another move. Hopefully these tips have been helpful, but no matter what happens, take care of you. Reach out. There are so many people that want to help. Today's episode is brought to you by ClearPath Senior Living Solutions. ClearPath helps families find assisted living, memory care, and other resources. Find our contact information in today's show notes. Check out this episode's doable download in show notes for details, including industry terms and definitions we discussed, as well as a bonus tip from our guest. Have questions or your own tips to share? Leave us a message. We'd love to hear from you. And until next time, make it doable.